Good morning and welcome to another episode of the all-new Business Beat powered by ASUS with Mio Odette. Over the past few weeks, I've been talking to some of the most incredible people in South Africa as I've been embarking upon the search of the incredible with our partner ASUS. And today's guest is yet another incredible person. This is a young lady who is from Durban and she recently made the Forbes Africa 30 under 30 list. She started her career as a school teacher, can you believe this, before leaping into entrepreneurship. And when that bug bit, she changed the e-commerce landscape in South Africa in a very incredible way. Welcome to Business Beat, Nureshka Varana. You are the co-founder of Shoply. Firstly, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to be here with us today. I am very curious, from teaching to e-commerce, what inspired such an incredible giant leap? Sure. Thank you so much for having me on Business Beat. And I'm very excited to actually be here to talk to you. So my journey is a very interesting one. Whilst I enjoyed working with kids, I always had a love for technology and I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. It was a passion that I overlooked. I was lucky enough to meet an entrepreneur in the tech space and after many conversations, he helped me realize that I could be an entrepreneur. He encouraged me to follow my dreams and he said something to me that was profound. Jump and the net will appear. Uh, so we co-founded Shoply to solve common problems facing businesses at the time. And that was when the e-commerce bug bit. So the world yes. changed so dramatically during 2020. Everybody was affected in the world when COVID hit. And we saw countries go into lockdown, various stages of lockdown all over the world. This dramatically changed how consumers purchase even very basic supplies, such as groceries. Tell us a little bit about how this impacted Shopley. But before we talk about that, let's just understand exactly what Shopley does. Great, so Shopley is a specialist e-commerce company. Mm -hmm. So we help take businesses online. We help them by either setting up online stores where they can sell products online setting up their websites so they can showcase the services of business online. We've also helped universities and other auditing companies set up e-learning platforms so people can take exams and get accreditation online. We helped with setting up marketplaces and we also set up online malls. So we've seen partnerships with um, the Take-A-Lots and the Mr. Deliveries and pick and pay and bottles and a lot of the pandemic isolation has brought out creativity but also an insane amount of collaboration so would you recommend then if you're a small business and you don't have um, sufficient funds to invest in building a sophisticated online store that one could look to partnering with someone who already has that and to just make your product available through their platform? Is that a good idea? For example, Take-A-Lot is a marketplace. Mm -hmm. If you pay a certain amount to Take-A-Lot, 
you can showcase your product and then they get a transaction fee. So that's how their business model works. Wow. So okay. if you want to sell on other sites, there are already other sites that allow this. There are drop shipping sites. Um, you can find those sites and you can apply to sell on those sites. You know, yes. South Africa has such a wide diversity of entrepreneurs. Everybody from the hawker on the street corner to, you know, a local company that has grown and is potentially ready for listing. How, how, how does this help all businesses from the small business to the large business? Is there an opportunity for small businesses to participate? in e-commerce the starting point for a business that's about to set up an online presence should be a instagram page and a facebook page that okay. is free to start so they will already have an online presence then right. you can start following start having people follow you start interacting with a following with people that enjoy your product that like your product mm -hmm. and you can sell through these platforms. So it's a lot of informal selling and that's what's happening. A lot mm -hmm. of the smaller businesses that can't have an online store right now, they are selling, but they're just using Instagram and Facebook. I'd like to ask you about what a lot of consumers are afraid of when shopping online is what should a consumer know about transacting? What are the security measures that we should all be looking out for? How do we know if we are not going to be um, defrauded of all our life savings because we're trying to buy bread and milk? Sure. So something that I always recommend consumers do is to look at the URL. That's that strip so on the, the top URL. of the internet bar, yeah. right? The one that says HTTP and a lot of... That's right. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Every e-commerce store should say HTTPS. Aha. Uh -huh. And there should be a lock. Oh, next to like your a URL physical little icon that shows a lock. So does the S stand yeah. for security and the lock means that you are you are safe, you're locked into a secure space? That's fantastic. So okay. that's an yeah, that it's a SSL certificate has been enabled. Um, that's just a small way that you know that there is someone that's taken security. That's a way that you can see that someone has enabled security. And in order to pay online, we need a payment gateway. Okay. A payment gateway processes the transaction. So a payment gateway requires a business to have certain um, documents submitted and certain documents to be verified. Okay. So if the website has a payment gateway, then a business is definitely, I would say, safe and secure to buy on. So if I summarize everything that we've spoken about, we spoke about making sure as a consumer you are transacting on a safe page that uses a payment gateway. 
We've explained what that is and how to just check on your computer screen for that little lock and an HTTPS for security. Number two, you've said it's so important to know who your target audience is if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner so that you can actually use technology and the digital world of apps and platforms to reach those people who are potential customers for your business. And then most importantly, you're saying that at the end of the day, if you can't afford to build it yourself, partner. Collaboration is an opportunity. It doesn't mean that you're not transacting in a relevant way. It just means that you're being a little bit clever until you have enough money to build your own little marketplace, right? So with regard to that and with the introduction of tech in schools, I believe that if I was in school and I knew more about tech and the possibilities out there, I would have probably gone into tech rather wow. than teach. Viewers, there you have it. An educator became an entrepreneur not to mention an accoladed Forbes Africa 30 under 30. Thank you so much, Nureshka. Join me again next week when I sit down with yet another incredible South African to find out just how technology is being used to contribute to building a thriving business and a thriving economy in South Africa. Stay tuned as Business Beat and ASUS go in search of the incredible in our beautiful country. Until next time.